Well, welcome to Falls Count Anywhere with Youngblood and Manny. That is Youngblood. That is also Manny. And wow, we're we're back again. Episode one hundred and three. Is it three? Yeah. Three. Okay. I remember now. Oh, as wow. soon as we hit episode like 100, I remember what episode we're I don't on. like that he remembers episode numbers now. <laughs> I'm sure once we get past, like, I don't know, episode 104, I'll 104 start forgetting. Next week? Good. <laughs> yeah. good. I'm good after two weeks. Nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, but Youngblood, I mean, woof. people yeah. thought we couldn't make it this far. <laughs> I didn't think that we could make it this far. To be and we did. You. We did. You know, we did it. It's fine. It's yep. a nice time. This I is our like last it. episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We yeah. We didn't know how else to tell anybody, so we just did it that way. Yeah. That's how you know. Um, Pat, how's it going? Pretty good, Manny. Uh, you know, hanging in here. Uh, just, you know, uh, just producing a podcast. Wow. You know, what, One of the best. New. Yeah, uh, this is less interview, Pat, with Youngblood and Manny. That's Youngblood. This is Manny. Pat, how's your week? Yeah, I'm still uh, in interview mode. I'm sorry. I, I, you, you, did, you guys killed it. Uh, there, There's a big surprise at the uh, end of this podcast yeah. that you guys are in store for. Really big stuff. Yeah, and we're not really even going to timestamp it, so you're going to have to listen to the whole episode. And, and you don't have get there. you don't have to storm anywhere to do it. We're just going to hand it to you. That's Whoa, right. Pat! So already with the topical jokes. <laughs> Got to go with it. You know what I mean? You you sent it to me. Yeah, that's true. But I sent it off uh, air. So. Oh, yeah. oh fuck! <laughs> Technically not. Yeah, that is. True. Oh yeah, yeah I guess you have the the recordings to prove. Now it. we got an <laughs> intro. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, uh, but yeah, there's a lot going on in wrestling yeah, right man. now. Interesting I mean, wrestling week. Wrestle Kingdom just happened. It was a good time. We got a I new had god. A lot of watching it. Yes. Well, yeah, and it is. It is Coda the Golden Star. Of course, it is. Yeah. Mister Two Belt Boy. Yeah. I like it. Um. The I saw that. Uh, Dave Meltzer gave the Okada Osprey match five and a That's quarter fair. stars. That's fair. That's fair. I guess. I <laughs> why does he? Why does he rate it like that? I don't know. I don't like. <laughs> see, they're like this, that. Like the the rating is stupid. It's yeah. dumb. It doesn't make any sense. And like nobody cares about it. To be honest with you, but like this five stars should be. It's yeah. That's the max you could do. Yeah. Just five stars. You don't have to do this fucking it's five a and a quarter. Oh, this go? is six and a half stars. This match. match. Yeah. And then it somehow beat a great match. Like yeah. how, how how does that happen? <laughs> yeah. You can't do better than 100%, David. It's so annoying. I hate seeing that. It's weird. I mean, that was... My thing is, is like, it's his, it's his, like, rating system. Yeah. So, just make it out of 10. Tokyo Dome's weighted, dude. That's what it was, dude. Tokyo Dome, you get an extra star every time, dude. Don't worry. Any match in the Tokyo Dome gets a... Yeah, dude. Automatic star. Dave just loves the smell of stale Sapporo in the air, dude. Oh, you think that's what it is? He can't get over it. So, it's aluminum cans. He need... So they are. Yeah, are they yeah, aluminum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are they're all shaped cans weird aluminum? though. Like they're all pan. It's paneled. Am I dumb? Are all cans? No, all aluminum cans are, or? but that so that one's paneled aluminum as opposed to most ones are just. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I do. I love know what those. you're saying, dude. I, you know, I get Sapporo just off of the uh, the packaging. Yeah, you know, you just know that it's it because of the packaging. Yeah, I think it's cool. That's like Stella Artois. When you get at a bar, they pour it in a in a think, uh, like goblet for you. I think the other one I like is Ichiran. I forget. Ooh. I forget the name of it. I think that's Pat. It. What's your favorite one Japanese that, beverage? That's one I get based off of label. I like sake bombs. Yeah, yeah there's a nice, nice sake bomb. I'm the, I go basic white bitch with that. Yeah, I like doing the little. Do you go hot though? No, I like the sake's gross. Yeah, I, yeah, it's like a. It's probably it was like I did it in Florida, so it's probably yeah. all like knockoff shit. It's probably like four loco and like lighter fluid or something. If it's room yeah, temperature in yeah. Florida, it's still <laughs> hot. Yeah. yeah, four loco with lighter fluid. Knockoff I don't, sake. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the sake bomb was. It still tastes good. That's one thing I like about sake. Is sake is makes a, you forget is liquor that tastes good. Makes you forget. That's why you drink, right? Yeah. 
That's true. Wow. Okay. That's true. Well, life lessons with Pat George. Another segment <laughs> introduced. <laughs> I'm sure they took a lot of sake bombs after uh, after Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Man, Kahuta definitely needed it. After yeah. night one, it was funny because he tried to pin Naito twice. Like yeah. he pinned him one. His music played for like a minute, and then he tried to play. He tried to pin Naito again. Red Shoes was like, "No, these are yours. Here's these titles." He's like, "Oh, <laughs> cool!" <laughs> like he was so blown away by it. It was yeah. funny. I didn't. I didn't get to watch Wrestle Kingdom yet. I, I probably will watch it though. I might. I might watch it tomorrow. Mm. I don't know. I could watch it whenever I want. Shingo, I'm fucking unemployed. Shingo now. <laughs> Jeff Cobb. Start. Start your. Start your day there. Shingo and Jeff Cobb. I gotta watch those fucking six man tags. That's fair. <laughs> Not a lot is happening, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> um, no, do, do there wasn't. Have... There wasn't too many. There's like one. I think one each night. Yeah. There wasn't too many of those. How long were they? Long shows or were they shorter because you know COVID and everything? Like three and a half hours. Oh, I mean, so they still, still have a crowd and stuff. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's still a crowd there. It's funny. Are they socially distanced? Or? Yeah, and it's funny because like they definitely just like start popping off during the Okada, like the oh, Okada really? match. Yeah, like they're not supposed to like like cheer. Wow. Like you're allowed to clap. That's it, basically. So you hear. Yeah, clap, I was just like, about to ask. A so lot is that of clapping. Just them popping dude, off, just like there was a strong Okada chant at one point, and I was like, "Yes, I like these people out here being like, fuck the rules. I don't yeah, care.' Dude. That's that, awesome. Those those are the people of Japan that would storm the capital. The people that were chanting. <laughs> Man, you guys keep bringing up this fucking capital thing. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, sorry. Pat did it. I figured it was fair game. It's OL, not AL. Remember that too, please. You know what? I have a good idea of how to get off this capital. Let's talk. get off of it. Yes, well, please. Let's, That's what I was trying to do. Let's let's play a game, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's let's play a nice game to sort of cleanse our palates. Yeah, of, please. Sorry. Uh, of this. the capital, right? <laughs> I didn't want to say storming it. the capital. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> you guys said From it. When people were storming the capital earlier this week right I guess what I this mean, is is the berry happens throughout the episode that's what it is it's this a whole berry yeah, yeah surprise guess spoiler what <laughs> guess what the entire podcast is burying this spoiler week spoiler alert <laughs> but uh what was the thing that you were referring to possibly pre-pro PWI question mark Let's see answer the question man uh, I thought you were gonna f- No, we're playing pre-pro PWI, and uh, this is obviously uh, one of our, the best games of sweeping the nation. Everybody loves it, uh, but I will reassure everyone of the rules because Manny oftentimes forgets. Youngblood Sometimes knows that he's sharp. He knows him, but uh, I'm going to sweep through these rules real quick just so you know how we're playing. Round one's real easy. Uh, I pick a number at random, and that number, that wrestler, uh, is uh, the wrestler they have to guess. Mm-hmm. I give them clues. They ask questions. The person to get it first wins the round. Round two, that person that won that round, first round, uh, they pick a wrestler at random. They name that wrestler, and then they choose who goes first at picking the number closest to. You can go over if you want. Oh, that's a good De Niro. I did it. That was a good De Niro. <laughs> Give me my Oscar. <laughs> I thought you were having another seizure at nope. first. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was winning an Oscar. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, round three, very simple. The person who won that round does get to go first and chooses who gets to guess first, but I'm picking the wrestler this mm-hmm. time, you fucking shits. And if you go over, it's over for you. Boom. Let's just say that, okay? Don't go over. And that's your interpretation of what he means by it's over for you. And then this is also to to secure the interim championship because yep. we do not have the, so the, the current week. champion Another week. here to defend it. 
Did I, I win you last like week? This. Yeah, you're the interim champion right now. Cool. Oh, wow. I just no belt. I don't remember. You know, it's weird. Yeah, you is don't that, get the belt. I was it's not weird. even hanging out. No. Pat does, that's how much Pat doesn't care about it. Yeah. <laughs> I also forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. Right. Uh, but, uh, round, hey, champion's not here to complain, so who cares? Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't know. Actually, I think he might have come in and took it. Oh, really? It was out here. Oh. But... Well, he just comes in your house. He just yeah. came in last night, dude. Wow. Yeah, snuck through the door. I gave I gave him I gave his name to the butler, the butler, and the security guards, and everybody else. So yeah. mm-hmm. he can't get through. I mean, he's not going to get through without permission. Yeah. Pat thought it was Stanley. Uh, hey, yeah. Pat, when are you going to let us see the rest of your mansion? By the way, yeah. never. Yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's in the tiny. Door You'll go you in and go out there. the window like you do every time, yeah. Yeah. and that's it. Wow. Keep your eyes closed. Mayor gets to come in, and fucking meet the he, butler he's and got shit. A key. Jesus. Wait, you if see how big the door is, if he has the key, why did the butler have to let him in? No, the butler knows yeah. that he's. Coming oh, oh in. Yeah, I got yeah, you. I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah. So uh, he has a key, but he's he doesn't want to use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's still he's a mayor. Still above that. Yeah. Yeah. He gets here from Philly and goes, "Oh, I forgot the key." You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. So uh, round one, very simple. Uh, the number that I picked today, it's not actually, it's not a, uh, it's not that particular. There's no real special meaning to it. Okay, it's just one fifty eight. Mm-hmm. Easy. We are 158. Easy. We are 158. No, we all we know that's Stone 138. We know that's Joey Janela. We know that one. That was already. a good one. Yeah, I like that. That was a good one. So uh, 158, uh, and just a quick guess. It is uh, Robert Rude. There is alliteration, not Randy. <laughs> it's not Robert Rude, but there is alliteration in the yeah. first and second. Uh, that's right. Two names on this wrestler. Okay. And, Ace, Ace and Austin. Nope. And remind us what alliteration means. Alliteration means... Remind the audience, but not The audience, us. well, just for all those idiots at home. Do you ever think that sometimes he doesn't... Come on. <laughs> no, no, it's no, for the audience. It's for the audience. No, he knows. The audience. No, he knows. The this is for the audience. Yeah. And this is, honestly, he's just looking out for us. Yeah, it's for the he's audience. He's looking out for them. Uh, alliteration means that uh, both of the words in the name... Chris start Candino. ...with the same letter, just like... Uh, yeah, yeah, but that is not the rest of mm-hmm. Of course. I know it's not. Chris. If it was Chris Candino, that'd be weird. Um. So number fifty-eight, that mm-hmm. would be yep. yep. Alliteration, Manny, and that's. I feel like that's the only clue we need, really, right? You know. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know what I like? <laughs> Usually, when I see this kind of alliteration, mm-hmm. it's not in front of a nice lady. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh wow. uh, dude. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it might be a couple of D's if you know what I mean. Uh, no, I really like. Double D. Yeah, you didn't. You thought you did. You think you knew? Dan the dad. That's no, alliteration. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> also, he is not one fifty eight. We know he's five hundred. Yeah, Come on, man. I'm just. I'm just advertising for the interview already. <laughs> That's fair. Um, let's see. That would have to be. Any other uh, questions? Guys? Yeah. What I mean, promotion does he wrestle with? Who? The uh, wh- whoever it is. I don't know who you're talking about because you're not telling me a name. The name of mm-hmm. the wrestler. Yeah, you have to say the name of it. Yeah, you have to tell yeah. me. That's cool, how I give you clues like the that. The name. Oh, it. Uh, All right, like uh, Ring of Honor. Fuck. Also, Black Label Pro Threat Level Noon. I feel like Black Label Pro. You know where Dan the Dad recently wrestled. Is that right? Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. Dang, he almost getting a lot closer to this. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's fine. Um, All over black label, a lot of black label looks like. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Pat, why did you pick this one again? Just picked a one fifty eight, dude. That was who it. knows? Just at random. Pat, yeah. do you like this guy's name? It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Did dude. I say it was a guy? Is it a guy? He didn't yeah, say it, it was a guy. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to guess who this. Okay. Does he have a mustache? <laughs> Does he have a mustache? Yes, this is guess who. Dude. <laughs> this is guess who. I um, like it. Colt Cabana. No. I don't see one Ooh, here. that's a good one. I, I don't know, man. See, Ring of Honor. Yeah, I'm really racking me. my brain here for a second. Um, What? It might be, this might be an Italian wrestler. I don't know. 
I hear you, but still. I'm like drawing so many blanks yeah. that oh it's God. insane. Like I feel like I'm I'm like actively getting like dumber. Dumb. You could <laughs> be getting dumber. That could be that could absolutely be happening. Uh and it's D. It's D D. Yeah, that's Double what I see here. D. Yep. Double D. So I guess <laughs> I feel so crazy. <laughs> I mean Do you guys remember talking about this wrestler at all? I, I don't know. I don't even know who it is. Dan Housen? <laughs> Boom. There wow. you go. Okay. Wait, what? Donovan Dan Housen. Oh, you I cuz I know Dan Housen as just Dan Housen. He's in here as Donovan Dan Housen right, as right. 2020 pre WR 158. Right. Okay. I, see, I thought I thought Dan Housen. I uh, honestly I honestly thought Dan Housen cuz we talked about him yeah. during the interview. Yeah. Um, during the interview. You know, during the interview, interview. which you should This is interview PWI, yeah. guys. Um, but uh I you were like, "Oh, it's alliteration, it's DD." And I I was like, "Well, Dan Housen is DH." You know, that's, that's actually apparently one name. Yeah, I know that. You idiot. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. So, so then I was like, well, it can't be Dan Housen because that's that's not illiterate. That's just one name. <laughs> that's illiterate. Yeah, right. So I didn't remember if they the were cards were stacked against me. Uh, <laughs> Dominic Dijakovic, Dominic Dijakovic at this point or not? Yeah. In this, I was that was maybe my original guess. Well, was, he spelling. said Ring of Honor. Yeah, you should do a spelling bee against you guys where you have to spell the, the wrestlers' names. Oh my god, that'd be fun. That would that'd be yeah. Dijakovic. I can right spell there. Dan Housen. I can spell Dan. I can spell Dan. Dan, 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 Dan Housen. Yeah, even guess it, you idiot. I can spell it. All right, I know Dan Dan stupid so, shit. <laughs> I know Dan Housen personally because we're he has oh, really? the best merch in the PWI. He does, dude. Yeah, he has. I like surprisingly the most high valley printing. You know, he has a pretty cool belt. Looks like. Yeah, he's a, he's a wild dude. I forgot that he was in Ring of Honor. Wow, dude, that. bitches. Okay. bitches. <laughs> uh, I guess if we're doing interview PWI. We're going to talk another wrestler that Dan the Dad mentioned, Tom Lawler. Tom Lawler? Filthy Tom Lawler. Tom Lawler. Boom. I'll, I guess I can defer. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Let me check the spelling on that. T-O-M. L-A-W-L-O-R. L-O-R. Lawlor. Yeah. They really ought to like. I I I had Lawler like like Jerry, Jerry yeah. the King yeah, Lawler, yeah. and it was like, nope, don't see anybody like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you meant Lawlor. Yeah. Oh, oh, my bad. It's one fucking letter. You guys did. So I won the spelling bean round too. So that's half a point. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't yeah. know we were doing it now. Secret spelling bean. You know about secret spelling bean? Damn it! Come on, man. Read the small print. <laughs> All right. So his PW. He's a UFC fighter. Yeah, he was. Wow. Yes. PWI rating. He is rated in Turner Turner. Him and him and Riddle used to fight. They used to be some good old fight boys. Who? He fought in uh, in like they a, would do like a butter tooth Brit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so WrestleMania guys. weekend they would do a thing. I think it's Josh Barnett does it, but it's, uh-huh. it's called like it's just called blood sport. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like that. It's a fun one. There's there, like so, oh yeah. Of course. Just, just ring. That. Just ring. No ropes. Oh yeah. It's okay. pretty cool. That's like and Mox uh, was supposed to fight his Minoru Suzuki last year. It didn't happen. Yeah. Wow. Suzuki was also. Or no, that was Cassidy. My yeah, bad. Yeah, so yeah. that was Cassidy at that. Yeah. So yeah. So think about a death match with the angriest grandpa and your orange Cassidy. And then it was Mox at. Uh, it might have been Mox and and uh, Barnett. That uh, might have okay. been what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, dude. Bloodsport, man. Pat. Fun one. That's that's in your territory, dude. Yeah, I love hey, that. Hey, Chocolate has a Kumite uh, Bloodsport line out. Really? So you know, yeah, it looks pretty tight. Just for you, just for your personal notes. Am I going first here? Yeah, let's go. How we I don't know if first? you referred or deferred. Yeah, um, I'll defer. I'll say four hundred. You wow. say four hundred? <laughs> Why not, dude? Okay. Closest to you can go over. You know. You can go over. Yeah. Uh, one twenty then. We are one twenty. Yeah, we then. are one twenty. 
Do I have to say all my answers that way? No. Give me that. <laughs> we are 120. Closest to... He's not an AEW. If you want to go over, you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, both of you did. Yes. What? Both of you went over. <laughs> One so. of you went over just a little <laughs> <Manny> bit. <lost>. <laughs> One <laughs> of you went over a whole fucking lot. Do you like how Manny just did the math? <laughs> Wait, how? What? <laughs> because how? I didn't understand. Because 120 take away 111. Is that how what his number he is? Yeah. He's 111? Yeah. We are 111. And he wrestles for Ring of Honor? Uh, yeah. How does that That's make true. sense? <laughs> I've been watching Ring of Honor, dude. Is he a champion? He's out there in the indie. Yeah. You want to go yeah. interim uh, double so I didn't, know, I didn't know he was a champion. Yeah, he's if out I'd there. If I'd known he he's was a champion, I'd ranked him a little bit world, higher. Dude. Well, maybe you should have done your cheating. Yeah, yeah maybe I, I should have right? done my cheating should've or collusion cheating, like you guys. Yeah. Yeah. He can I, see the number in your glasses. What I did was I I texted Dan the dad. I messaged, I DM'd him. I slid in the DM during the interview. Why yeah. do you think I was so quiet that one? Because you know he reads our I said, bro, can you say Tom Lawler? Can you just mention Tom Lawler at some point so I can use it in the game? Wow. That's how the collusion This is a triple collusion. I'm too quick for you. Are we going double or nothing interim championship? As an interim man the people let's go all right well uh much like spoiler alert a little something coming up in the interview okay Whoa. you mentioned this wrestler as well Uh-oh. oh jeez is it man scout no uh. actually he's not in the 2020 which yeah, is a little depressing that's that depressing but man scout line 421 the person i am gonna say is and that is one nick gage oh, uh. wow. nicholas gush young blurred do you want to go first or second? I'll defer. You're gonna defer. Yeah. I forget which that one. What does that defer. mean? You mean that means you're gonna go first? That means Manny can go first. Go first, Manny. You fucking idiot. I'll defer. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell like that. <laughs> I didn't mean to yell. <laughs> Manny, please go, bitch. Double or nothing. Nick Gage. If you're going forgot, over, dude. you're going damn, uh, brother. Uh, he was scared of Nick Gage too. You scared of you Nick Gage? You know what? Let's do the number of my favorite president. 45, 45 baby. for Manny. <laughs> okay. Storming with I 45. You to go, I wanted you to go first. This is a true test of memory for me. 68. 68. Okay. You can't go over. Remember that. I know. I might be one over. Is it 67? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm having a stroke. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Manny is yeah, the intro. I went champion. over by one, didn't I? Because he went over by one. I knew it. See? Okay. And I told you what and it you was. You are blessed by the president, it seems. I know. Wow, dude. <laughs> the commander in chief straight up hey, just looks saved like you, you. should have been down there. I got you just got the pardon. I would have if I didn't know what was going on. Last minute <laughs> parting. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what was happening. Manny, it would have been really bad for you. There would have been two people shot. Oh, man. That would have been so much fun. Could you imagine me at that? That would have been really good. Like you just like standing there, throwing out gang signs, like background. Like, yeah, what's up? Who is sixty-eight? Sixty-eight. Ishii. Ishii. I love that guy. Tomohiro. Shame he died. Tomohiro Ishii, the Stone Pitbull. Yeah. No neck. Ishii. Wait, you want to know who sixty-eight is? Yes. Sixty-eight. Robert Roode. If it was Robert Roode, I'd laugh. Is one of my favorite comics, Willie Mack. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. No, is that his name? Yeah, Willie Mack is. Willie Mack is a flippy, a big flippy boy. Yeah, he did. Me too. I do that He's a fun time, dude. Yeah, he, that's how I he, know Willie Mack. <laughs> straight up, Pat. He just says Black Stone Cold, and it's really sick. I like that. He just goes out and does. Isn't that, that one guy Jay Lethal nailed it? Nice. Remembered his it's name, true, dude. Willie Mack's well, in a tag Black team. Black dude. Isn't he in a tag just, team with uh, Swan and Lethal, or just Swan? Just Swan, Swan and, and Lethal. Impact. 
yeah. right now. Yeah. So they're you know they're going through some stuff, dude. Kenny's showing up with people. He's not. He's he's being a bad boy. Oh, I don't know if I like it. How you feel about that? I mean, that's because we're done playing, right? Yeah. Shout out <laughs> Jay Lethal, right? Oh, yeah. Was that Kurt Angle? No, that was you know that was Jay Lethal. That was Jay oh, Lethal and yeah, Ric Flair, yeah. my yeah, yeah. Fa- our favorite segment of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah the barking. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the dogs barking. The kissing the women. They're both and taking, off, them cry. They're taking off their shoes and yeah. throwing them at each other. It was so funny. That's my eye. <laughs> Rick was too old for the full strip, but he was feeling it. You could tell he was, dude. <laughs> the elbow drop on the, on the yeah, jacket. That's so good. Weird Nigel. Nigel being weirdly racist somehow. Nigel. Gato Bute. Nigel AJ. Yeah, all those guys. Were AJ in his in his dad suit. <laughs> nice time, dude. Go watch that clip. Oh, Hi, so, uh, well, so, I mean, while we're on the topic of it, yeah. uh, there's a big ending to AEW. Not big ending by Big E, a big ending as in good. the ending of AEW will send shockwaves through the wrestling they community. They threw them up, dude. There was a, there was the a old little, hoot skis are back. There was a little too sweet you me know. going on there. You know, those are OG boys in there now. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about this? I don't know. I think like the plan was to have this be like a thing that's yeah. like worldwide. I mean, it's it was it was it was coming. We knew it was coming. But but so I feel like even the like the traction that this is taking like on the internet and like literally the Tongans being like, yeah, this ain't shit unless yeah. unless we're in it. They don't got no they don't got yeah. no Tongans yeah, in there. Yeah. My thing, I feel like this was kind of the play for this the whole time. Yeah, was like I feel like this is what this was supposed to be, and it just took a while for it to get to this. But I feel like eventually now it's working itself out. Yeah. So I don't I don't know I don't know. I'm excited. I feel like it's gonna be literally. I feel like it's gonna be a, like a worldwide thing. I feel like they're gonna because they're gonna be in like every promotion. I feel like. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. I mean, like you said, it's already you know showing signs. It. Don't make it NWO 2000. Don't do it. Yeah, and there was a thing where uh, Okada said he wanted a, he wanted a, a, like a super show with like every company. You know what I mean? Okada's yeah. basically the John Cena of New Japan right now. You know, like if he says, "Oh it's yeah, Tanahashi, brother, that's the ace." Oh yeah, okay, I'm sorry, come I'm on, sorry. man, come Oka- on. Okada's, I guess he's like the Seth. That's Rollins the one. In 100 years, okay. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's so so the seeds are, are already being planted 100%. of you know a new a working relationship between you know AEW Impact and New Japan. They got a pay per view this weekend. Who Impact? Impact? Oh, yeah. is a hard to kill or yeah? Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Kenny, good brothers wrestling. I think that's uh, Rich Swan. Someone else. I don't know what else is happening. Yeah, that's Rich true. Swan and the Machine Guns. Is that what's happening? Oh yeah, the Motor City Machine Guns. That's cool. Yeah, because they they were doing some good for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's uh, gonna be it's gonna be really cool. I feel like maybe you know within the next few years we might get a a big super show. One of these, uh, you know, how do you feel about that? I feel like this, <laughs> like the vibe that we're like gonna get when that happens is what like that Madison That's Square Garden was supposed to be like that show was supposed to be yeah. and how just like poorly mismanaged that was by Ring of Honor and yeah, I think yeah. like I think like that that was probably really the catalyst to like what has started this shit because mm-hmm. like I mean that everybody hated that Enzo and Cass run in like all of it was bad. not everybody Every, hated they it. didn't tell anybody bro okay it was you know, bull, mean everybody Bully Ray hated opened, it Bully Ray opened, I didn't hate Bully it. Ray opened the side door let them in didn't tell anybody huh? anybody on that other than literally Bully Ray who let them into the side of Madison Square Garden like okay. five days before that you're trying to work nah, the it's marks shit, dude. It's just you're shit. trying to work the marks shit. You're, trying, shit. you're trying to even work the, the unworkable which you're are just the wrestlers you're defending your boy it's yeah of course I haven't seen him I thought it was great he hasn't been doing anything in the Rona dude yeah he doesn't need to getting himself over or doing anything he has got himself over weird dude not to you no not to you know marks like you you know he got he's enzo's over my book he doesn't even make shit talking fun 
Who, Enzo? No. Enzo no, you. Yeah, you. Enzo makes this shit talking so much fun. No, yeah, it sounds like I'm talking That's why Enzo. he's so great. Yeah, yo, <laughs> you, you, you suck. Did I say that? Yeah. I said Enzo is great. Yeah, Enzo. well, you know, I know things. Yeah. Manny, uh, yeah. It's, uh, we're here to tell you, you, you suck. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I suck, but uh, you know who doesn't? Enzo Amore. What's okay, up? That's fair. Dude. I have to disagree. What, you, you, you're just mad at dude, Enzo. Give me Dan the Dad versus Enzo. Oh, who great. you got? Tent versus Enzo. Enzo couldn't work the match with a tent. Guaranteed. Fuck it. Guaranteed he couldn't work a match you with a tent. You mean former Cruiserweight champion Enzo Amore? I guarantee you he couldn't, dude. Oh, interesting. Getting mm. carried to a title. Oh. That's fine. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Did a tent work for WWE? <laughs> it's a tent, bro. I okay. don't know. A head did at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So Yo, a tent couldn't even head, work it, for How WWE. do you think you would feel if you were Enzo and you, and you were like booked where you were losing to head? I'd be fine. He, I, 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 Head's I, a legend. He'd be furious, bro. <laughs> Who, me? No, Enzo. I don't know. You got me out there losing to a fucking mannequin? I don't think... Pull I a honestly, mannequin? I honestly think... Pull a mannequin? I honestly think Enzo would not care. You're talking about... You're talking about the man who rubbed baby lotion on his body, you know, and slid out of his shark cage. You know what I mean? Like... This guy, he's he's he lives for entertainment. Like that's all he does. He's an entertaining guy. Yeah, he's the E in WWE. No, but I'm saying like the low points of this dude's career are the entertaining points. Yeah, it's it's okay. but it's even that's what I'm saying. Okay. Even at his lowest points, I he's guess. still fucking no, entertaining as shit. You just don't like him for whatever whatever dumb reason. Because he snuck into the Madison Square Garden. This is trash. That was also trash too, dude. You know who else snuck into Matt, uh, uh, a wrestling? Uh, Matt Hardy. Jushin Thunder Liger. Remember when he snuck into WrestleMania 33? That was dope. Though. People weren't mad about that. No. Huh, interesting. No, but they were in a booked match. Okay. No one knew that the Hardys were going to show up other than the fans the didn't. Yeah, the fans don't. Okay? Even people in, in okay, the locker okay. room. What I'm know. saying is the people working that match know that he they're showing up because they have a booked match with them. The people working that match did not know that Enzo and Cass were showing up. And they but show, Enzo and Cass so didn't that's what I'm do so anything in the match, bro, really. What I'm saying is that if you, are a dude, if you are a worker in that ring and you see some shit like that, there's some dude jumping a barricade, your immediate thought is like, fan. Like, yeah. that's the way that you go with that. And then you have this dude yeah, just you start have throwing a genuine punches. reaction. Yeah, you're going to fuck him up. Okay, what, but that's the thing is like, how is that not the most entertaining? That's so entertaining. You but you don't get it, dude. Like that's bad for business. Like why are you doing that? Why are you making? Like, but, but once you're putting two people that are, don't have a, a like do not have a relationship or a contract right. with your company at all in a position now where like they're doing a thing that they think that like they think everybody else is in on, but they are not. Like everybody else is not in on, dude. Right. And you have a pissed off Tongan. Just you just punch him in the face. Yeah. He's gonna knock you the fuck out, which is what happened. And then they turn into like a real fight. Okay. Because nobody told them what was going on, dude. But isn't that... Well, why would you want that? Isn't that more entertaining as a fan no, watching it I, I when real fan, shit, it real wrestling shit is happening? Time. Everybody booed and said, get the fuck out of here, Enzo. Like, yeah, because people, people were, just hate Enzo. That's what I'm saying, but it was bad in <laughs> general. no reason. It was reason. awful, dude. It was awful. It ruined a relationship with New Japan. All of it was bad. And for what? For for this, like it's not. We're great. still talking about it. No, it's terrible. It's, I'm talking that happened about two years it ago. You're trying to defend it, bro. It's not great. Because I didn't think. I, I honestly didn't think it was as bad an angle as like everyone else thought it was. No, it was terrible. And I thought it was. I thought that was that was like one of the big signs of like it wasn't marks great. just getting worked and not wanting to believe that they got worked. Damn. So they were just like, "Well, we hate it." You know what I mean? Nah, I like. I didn't think it was great because even so, even like visually watching that, because nobody knows what's going on, even yeah. up to production, there's no cameras on this shit. They 
think that this is in between stuff because production has stuff sectioned out and how cameras are supposed to be cut to and like what cameras are supposed to be in use and like when you need to move cameras. So they did this during a time where like that's happening. So literally all you are hearing is the crowd just dumping on whatever's happening and then it's just the far hard cam shot. That's it. Yeah. It's terrible. Like I was saying, all of it was bad, dude. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it was that. I honestly don't think it was that bad. Egregious. I don't, I egregious don't, error from a company that fractured a relationship with another company that all had, all, could only bring them more success. And know. look at where they're at now. I think. I think the worst. You got to fire Marty Scroll now. I think the worst part. Of, well, Marty Scroll got fired for different reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think. I. I think the worst part about it is that. Uh, I, I honestly, I think it's the best part about it too. What? But it is that like a lot of people didn't know about it, so like you. Got like a genuine reaction. Yeah, so I'm, like I'm when cool when, when not when fans, as a fan, dude. But right. What I'm saying is, as a as an actual, if I'm in there working in the ring, yeah, I got beef with management. I got beef with people because like, but you I, see, I'm not, you you're, but you're I'm not, not being that protected dumb in the ring. as a wrestler in the ring that you see Enzo and Big Cass come in and you're like, well, these are just fucking fans. Bro, that that's are what I'm saying. They jump the th- <laughs> they jump the thing with hoodies on. They have their hoods. Up. That's what I'm saying. Is like, so this, your first reaction would be like, these wrestlers aren't are aren't being paid by their rest. That's what I'm telling you, dude. Is that they how wouldn't you know they're dude. wrestlers though when you see them jump the bear and you're looking at them and you're like oh that's Enzo and Cass because they have <laughs> it's like you didn't watch the thing dude it's like you don't know what you're like they, right they, they jump the barricade they have hoods up you cannot tell that it is Enzo and their Cass. faces aren't covered do you can't tell because this is what I'm telling you is that the only and, camera shot you have of it is the far far hard cam. Yeah. you can't see what's actually you going on. You guys better not. You guys better not fight like but this also, when your father gets here. I'm, I'm sorry. I know. No, dude, I need the dad not, here. We're, we're, we're a lot more professional here, with that. But I need the dad here talks some sense also, this boy. Also, this can't was this. this was wasn't this like two days after this. Enzo uh, did a he he appeared at a WWE pay per view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as soon as you see people, two people with varying sizes, very different sizes, once a lot bigger. The smaller one. Here's the thing: is I hear what you're saying, but I think that you're viewing this from a different lens than what I'm trying to defend. Yeah, I'm viewing it from a not nerdy mark. Dude, but you're yeah, you're fanning it from a fan's perspective. But what I'm saying is just bad for business. I have to say, young blood's communicating better here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just being like, oh no, when you know the tall man and the short man aren't these two people? It's like, no, okay. I'm, not, I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I'm you not, know what? What this I'm saying, what I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I will, I will personally. I will pay Enzo and Cass whatever amount of money I have no, to do, to do, to do, to do, to do this. Cool. I'm going to have them wear these outfits, okay? And they're going to wear the outfits. And then we're gonna re- the same perspective. Re- I'm going re- to take a picture from probably the same distance, okay? He's and I'm going to do that with four other people that are the same size. He's going to yeah. Owen Hart's wife this. He's and gonna you go are going to tell me which one's pictures. Enzo and Cass. Yep. And, well, it, and if you are wrong, <laughs> that's, so help me God. Listen, Youngblood, that's, that's so, sorry, that's <laughs> so that's so far out of context that it nope. wouldn't make sense. That's it scenario. makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> what you're telling me is why I don't I, know I, that. No, I'm telling you, Youngblood. You listen, said, you I want said, you to listen to me. When Stop talking. those two people, why don't you know that? I told you why I didn't know that. And you were like, no, it has to be those two. No, no, I'm saying as a wrestler, <laughs> who is wrestling a match in the ring? Who knows yeah. other wrestlers? Yes. Who sees like you know? Okay. Who's who knows that? Oh, Enzo's in the news because he's interfering at wrestling shows. You see, you know, Bro, co- commotion don't happening. Pay attention to that shit. Listen, just just listen. <laughs> you see commotion happening. Damn. You see two people Damn. jump the barricade. Yeah. Your first reaction is, oh, these are probably like fans. Yeah, and you or, see security stopping them because security doesn't know what's going on. Too. Right. 
Okay? Yeah. So then that's what I'm saying. So you have security trying to stop people that they don't know what's going on. Right. You're working and you're trying to protect your business. Yes. Okay. So, but you're saying that it's totally chill that so, you don't want the people. So to you're seeing the you're seeing all this commotion happening, yes. and you're like, man, what's going on over there? Yeah. Oh, is that Enzo and Cass? Well, let me go fucking beat the shit out Are of those them. two fans. Is what that is. That's I don't think. I don't think. I, I think they they realize it was Enzo and Cass very fast because I remember seeing the video and I remember thinking, oh, well, this is fucking Enzo and Cass. Gonna yeah. Show. After they had to like pull up that like like that's what is they went about like they went about it wrong. Like I get I get the vibe that you're trying to put out, but like you need to understand that nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Like the communication is just bad. Well, I like, think that's what I'm I, saying. If I from jump, if, if you can see those faces from jump and that's the first thing that you see is right. a camera go to those two. Yes, I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's amazing. When I see just two hooded figures and I don't, I, you don't know what's going on and that's it and then all of a sudden the camera goes away yeah. because nobody knows what's going on. It's just bad. It's presented bad. It's presented poorly. Like it's I, I think I It think, was bad for them too. It was just bad. Like it's mainly one person's fault but it just sucks that that's the whole thing that happened. I, I, like I said, I do agree that I yeah. think they should have told more people but yeah. I also think that they wanted like that genuine reaction yeah, and I get and I, that. I don't think that they thought it was going to be like oh well the, you know these people are going to fucking you know bury it like immediately or you I know. just feel like you should tell the Briscoes and the Tongans that you're doing some shit before you do some shit is oh, all yeah. I'm saying sure sure why four, not four grown men that will kill a man if they want to I think. yeah yeah okay. but but my whole argument was as soon as you realize who yeah. it is like you're going to be like oh well this is this is probably like a work that I wasn't told about you know what I mean and like you, you no, know because when I because now here's how I view this then at this point if I'm a wrestler and now and I'm paying attention to all this shit I watch this guy acting a fool at his old company's show this dude's just going into business for himself so if I don't know what's going on and I see him show up in my show I figure that he's going into business for himself yeah I'm gonna kick his ass why right. is he here yeah, I mean, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm saying like I think that's the reaction they wanted. They just bad. didn't. They just didn't think it was gonna get as much heat as it. Was. Yo, I they think legit put they no wanted, thought to it. Bro. They wanted it was the one heat. dude sending a guy a text to being like, "Yo, are you are you next door?" And he yeah. was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay, come across the street." Yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, I mean, like like I'm saying, they <laughs> wanted they wanted that angle. heat. They wanted that heat, but yeah, they they didn't bad, they didn't want the that that sort of like because I everyone was talking about. Long this. story short, no one remembers Don any Callis, match. Don't do this. Don't do this, Don Cass. <laughs> no one remembers any match on that card, but everyone remembers Enzo and Cass coming into that. You know what I mean? And then you know getting hit and shit. True. So I mean, it's the reason why we're talking about it right now i give you that so it did in yeah, hindsight it true. did work you have to give it credit for working in because the sense it was that such a to get eyes on works. it that's right yeah, yeah sure it was a botch but like yeah. you know it wasn't i don't think it was as bad as like everyone else thinks it was and that's I the main thing i was i wanted to say from the beginning of, of yeah. this argument i don't think <laughs> i just don't think that they're like the caliber yeah am i like if i'm but they were at, trying you know but yeah I mean? but if i'm looking at something. like the two teams that are like on like in like in the ring right yeah. there and what had just happened and yeah. like you're gonna put them on the same level as that, like yeah. even as a wrestling. They're thing. trying I'm to like, reinvent themselves. Out of here, dude. They're trying to, you know, they're yeah, trying to be saying, more, like, they're trying to get taken more seriously yeah, by yeah, like yeah. marks like but, you, but like that you don't bring, take them that's, seriously. That's what I'm saying, dude. Is you, why would you do that then? Why would you come to that because show? It, and it, all it makes people it, gonna it, take you seriously anyways, and you're out there with the briscoes and like they're gonna be like, yo, get the get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch this junk. Yeah, you're already at such a low point. It's like. They brought him in at like the worst time. They should yeah. just shouldn't have done it. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I get the thought process behind it. Maybe the execution was you know poorly handled, but yeah. you know, I I think it it got the reaction. Now that if they would have came wanted. in as the Dudley Boys. I would have been like, okay, this is nice. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, I think we'll forever disagree. What on we're this, saying so. is that you need a gimmick, basically. You need yeah. a real good gimmick. Yeah, but uh, yeah. speaking of good gimmicks, mm-hmm. uh, Dan the Dad. Dan the Dad. What a great gimmick. Uh, we have an interview coming up with him. 
shortly. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to throw to it. Uh, no, I told Pat that I was going to randomly throw to it. I was trying to make the that whole thing really long because I just wanted you to throw it in the middle of it. No, 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 no. You can't. Throw it. We can't throw <laughs> it in the interview right after that. that. <laughs> I have a little bit more sense. I wanted you to do it in the middle of it. it great. <laughs> that would be funny. Come back to <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, Snoop Dogg was on uh, AEW dude, big, this week. Big splash, Snoop Lion, dude. Come <laughs> yeah, on, baby. I was very nervous for him when I saw him climb Listen, the, the ropes. I know I've asked everybody if they can do old school, and I'm pretty sure that everybody can do old school. But yeah. I dare you. I challenge you. Go out there. Do a better splash than Snoop. Send it to us. I guarantee you, you don't have a better splash rough. than Snoop, dude. That was, I mean, that's an old man yeah, doing that, too. He's 50 years old up there, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a stone lion up there. I felt bad for his knees because yeah. he, he, he landed like on his knees. Did Bro, you see that? He was in a bad position to do a splash in the first place and he was wearing chucks that are just not tied. Yeah, it yeah. And he, was, he, had, he couldn't get his balance yeah. on the top rope too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad. It he had a little great. oil on there. I mean, Matt Seidel fucking slipped off the top rope, and he's a bro, professional. What if he, bro, what if he just would have did like you? Hey, he has that setup? All of a sudden, shooting star. I would have like get the <laughs> hell out of here, Snoop. There ain't no way that's CGI to dude. the that's outside too. <laughs> yeah, What's the name of that show that they're on? The Big Show. Is it the, just the, the Big no, Show? The Go Big Show. The okay. Go Big Show. If it was just the Big Show. I think like it premieres. Guys. It premiered on Wednesday, right? Did it? Yeah, I think it so. It premiered or already? next week or, or something. I don't know. I, All right, don't worry. I'll start reviewing it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll bring the Patreon back just yeah, for that. Yeah, I'll do it just for that. It's cool. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Snoop Dogg being on AW was hilarious to me. It was also really funny seeing him do the coach gimmick that uh, Arn Anderson does. Yeah. Because like, he was just holding the card up to his mouth. Like And Cody was way far away from him in the ring. It's like, how the fuck are you talking to All him? All right, Cody? playboy. <laughs> He can't hear you. <laughs> um, it was all they. They had a line where uh, Snoop Dogg climbed the top rope and it's like, "Oh, that's the highest he's ever been." <laughs> it's like, ah, yeah. I wish I would do. I wish uh, Taz was on commentary. For oh, that Taz would have loved it. If that was on Dark, who yeah. you know, Taz would have been about that. <laughs> like, look how high that boy is. <laughs> did you um, Did you watch WWE? I feel like we talked about like a yeah. Lot I of watched. Well, I watched Raw. What was it? The Legends Night? Is that oh, what happened yeah. That's Legends why night? I didn't watch Raw. I watched. That sucked. <laughs> I was like, why didn't I watch Raw this that week? That sucked. Uh, Keith Drew was good. Keith, yeah. Keith Lee Drew was good. I, I think I good. hate the Spanish Fly now. Why? I just think it's just not a move I like now. Really? Even with those two doing it? Yeah. I think I, I think I think they're the only ones at this point. Specifically, that exact Spanish Fly, I was just like, how does this even hurt the person that you're giving it to? Yeah. Because Keith Lee, like... Well, it's like a flip, like, Keith Lee's entire... Kind of. All of his body weight hit knees first. And oh, I was really? like, that has to be the worst... And then Drew McIntyre, like, lands on top of him, basically. And I was like, that has to be the worst feeling yeah. right now. And he, like, how am I convinced that this hurts this other man? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, uh, it's a cool looking move though, That's especially great, yeah. when you get two huge dudes doing it. Because yeah. you don't, you don't, you know what I mean. You don't never really see that. Dude, two big boy backflips. Yeah, on, it's go. so cool. Uh, but I do agree. Shingo Jeff Cobb out here doing Spanish fly. That that you know what? That's it. When I see Jeff Cobb hit a Spanish fly. It's game over. Yeah, but with Will, I mean, or yeah, I guess. Well, Shingo is kind of big too. I don't know. He's not that big. He's a flippy guy though. It's just it's just Jeff Cobb, the biggest boy. Yeah, I know just, Jeff Cobb. Just big. Suzuki up there, dude. He's got to do a Spanish fly. That would be with angry grandpa up there. Yeah. He just doesn't want to flip at all. He's like, you're carrying me. Fuck yeah, it. I remember there was like a whole year where like everyone was doing a Spanish fly. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it was Canadian destroyers. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And now it's what's it now? Who knows? Twenty twenty one. What do you want the new hot move to be? Carson pound off. I know you got one, dude. Can we can we like sort of like predict what the you know from like oh, trends wow, in wrestling? Wow. Okay. What the new? Okay. 
I don't I see know. We're I, gonna, I think we're going to see a lot of like discus lariat stuff. Oh yeah, that might be big boots. Yeah, all that, all those, all those like strong man. Yeah, moves. I that think might we're going to see it, a lot actually. of that. Um, either that, or I was thinking like uh, more like um, like avalanche, you know, or uh, super, you know, like when they go to the top ropes and they yeah. do like a you know avalanche DDT or something like that. Because I have been seeing a lot of those. Kenny's been doing the one with the angel like that, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's aggressive every time. Yeah, that might be the move. Uh, just uh, not not the one wing angel. <laughs> It'd be funny if everyone started doing the one wing angel or V trigger. A lot of people are doing V triggers. Yeah, Coda. We'll yeah, of those, man. Yeah. Um, I want a new. This is my new spot, and it's only for Pentagon and Phoenix. But Pentagon's gonna be in the t- corner, and then Phoenix is gonna go jump like he's gonna do like a hurricane run, and then somehow they're gonna do that weird toss power bomb where Phoenix is gonna fly oh, like yeah. twenty feet in the air, and he's gonna get stuck in the rafters, and then Sting's <laughs> gonna be up there, hits him with the bat, he drops down on the mat. Then that's the power bomb. I love that. The Sting assisted power. Book it. Bomb. Book it. It's good. That's good. That's but good you booking. need Sting in the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> So I, think I don't know. You, how you I do think you get him up there. I feel like he's normally he up there, anyways, dude. Technology's advanced. What do you think he's doing? I just think he's smoking cigarettes up there. <laughs> Honestly, what does he uh, do up there all day? How do you feel about? Uh, how do you feel about? Okay, this is a this is kind of a two part question. Billy so Kay, finish love her. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, how do you feel about Peyton Royce and Billy Kay being split up, and then Peyton Royce that. being put in tag teams with other women? Hate that too. Like, what the fuck? What was the point hate of that splitting up Mandy the iconics? Rose, hate that too. Yeah, that's I don't know. It's that that whole thing is kind of annoying to me because the iconics were such a great women's tag team that I felt like could have been like Billie one of those Kay like top tag teams whatever in she's the women's doing division. Right now, though. Yeah, yeah, I, that's true. And Billy Kay was resume. always he's more hit short. Yeah, I'm real good. She was always like the the highlight of that group anyway. So you know, she, all, I mean, already a star. You know, um, but how do you feel about uh, Sting coming back to wrestle? And also, how do you feel about Goldberg coming back to wrestle? Oh, I, I actually will not. I, I think I will just watch the Rumble match, and that's it. For yeah. the Rumble, that's probably about it. I so can, now I there's there's a big less. debate going on now. It's what nice do you think? I now I know Bill won't win the Rumble, which right. was was really going to piss me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you think the difference is between Sting coming back to wrestle and Goldberg coming back to wrestle? Because they're both very old. They're both, you know, like past their prime in wrestling, like, and they're coming back so to what, wrestle like younger talent okay, in what's, the business. Is Sting doing Darby? I think so. Yeah, Just I think Sting that's and Darby. Yeah. Well, first off, that so that's the smartest person. Yeah. For Sting to wrestle, Darby's going to bump his ass off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Sting doesn't have to do anything. That's yeah. So he has the safest. I mean, Drew's going to bump for for Goldberg. Yeah, though. but like, I've fucking. Careless about Bill. Yeah. I don't know. Like when I like when that whole segment was happening, it's like Bill comes out and he's like, hey, "You don't have respect here, Drew." And I'm yeah. like, "He towers over. He looks like he would beat your ass every day of the week. Like, why? Why does this man have to listen to you? He yeah. doesn't have to listen to you. I think he's only listening to you because like his employer says he has to listen to you. That's it. Yeah. Aren't Goldberg and, and Drew like? Drew's bigger than him. He's like Drew's a little like bit taller. more jacked than him, too. That's true. Yeah, he's definitely more jacked. Like, Drew just looks bigger than him. He's I'm younger. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he would true. destroy him every yeah. day of the week. Like, I don't care. I mean, but like, so would, you know, Darby and, you know, I actually, first I guess off, it's more believable first, for Sting if to Bill be Bill was a real one, I'm boycotting Bill Goldberg until he gets into a ring with Riddle. He's a coward. That's what it is, dude. Mm-hmm. My boy just wants to get in a ring with you, and you don't want to do it, and I don't understand why. And now I got to watch you go for a title again. I mean, and if you win it, like in Saudi Arabia, I will be even more furious. This well, time. that's that. That's why even more reason that uh, Matt Riddle should win like a you know big title, so he could get that match with Goldberg. Matt Riddle wins a title, you Hear know, you know he's getting a match with Goldberg eventually. I'll eat my words. Bill wins the belt, but Riddle wins the Rumble. Let's go. Ooh, I'll, I'll eat the words then. But it won't happen. <laughs> that that's not. I, I honestly Riddle winning. <laughs> 
title what? a Mania D? Yeah. And also, it would be such a shit move for WWE to put the title on Goldberg at it. the Rumble. I would hate it. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. I would hate it. You see it? That's why I hate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, but it, the thing is, is it, it, it's not like far from the realm of possibility for them to. Like, like there's there's I feel like there's more of a chance of it happening than there is of it not happening. That's what, yeah, and that's my that's my thought of this. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my you brought the worst you brought the only person in that you could to ruin this. Right. You want to ruin this now. Yeah. Like why are you doing this? Yeah. Um but anyways, we'll see we'll see how that shapes up. I honestly, I'd rather see Drew McIntyre and Billy Kay. Yeah. That's what that I'd would rather be great. see. Tag team or have her be his heater. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Her just real quick. Her on SmackDown last week. Did yeah. you see it at all? No, I, I didn't. I saw. I saw like a bunch of video, like clips and stuff, but I didn't really see. Riot Squad's out. She's got beef with Riot Squad. She comes out there like, "Did you find a partner?" And she's like, "Oh, actually, I did find a partner." And yeah. then Natalia's, a really good Billy Kay, by the way. Oh, well, it's, <laughs> it's mainly just Chris's, but uh, uh, female. But then Natalia's music hits. She's like, oh, okay, all right. Wait, Natalia? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Natalia comes out, oh, okay. No, 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 no. But <laughs> Billy Kay was like, oh, I didn't. She didn't think that anybody was actually going to come out. That's oh, what okay. she was surprised. Comes out, Nia Jax is out where they just walk right past her, just get in the ring and have a tag match. So then Billy Kay is just like. I guess I'm managing. Yeah. <laughs> She's just standing in their corner managing the match. And then there's like a hot tag moment. Riot Squad starts getting a whole bunch of offense. And then like she just moves over to the Riot Squad's corner and then just is in there at the corner of the rest of the match. They yeah. win. She starts celebrating with them in the ring. I was like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Like, let her be a manager. That was so good. That, that's see, that, that's, that stuff's good, but like, why split up the iconics if oh, you're no, just I'm with gonna you. have them I'm with you. be intact? I'm like, trying to find I'm trying partners. to find some glimpse of hope in here, man. Yeah. And, and it's Billy Kay. It's yeah, definitely it's Billy Kay. Be paying attention to what Billy Kay is doing outside of the women's tag match that I'm supposed to be paying attention to. Yeah. Do you see why you should just have her on the screen? That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> just put her in the ring. Um, but uh all right, uh well, uh what do you wanna let's let's just get also, right they to made it. Peyton Royce like a hot girl now. It's weird. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I feel bad for Peyton Royce right now. I feel like she's gonna she's gonna be one of those that kind of falls into like the uh, you know the Mickey James is mm-hmm. where like Mickey James is still great. No she's still what. great, but like it's one of those things where it's like oh wow, Mickey James is still wrestling. At least she's That's not cool. Lana. <laughs> yeah, she's well, another look one. At it. She's another one that could fall into that you know sort of like well oh yeah Lana's still a wrestler, but we really don't give a when, shit. When's Kip Sabian and Penelope before getting married? I this has been the longest soon, running angle, I think, on AEW. Yeah, I think it's pretty soon. But I think that's part of it is like they're, you know, drawing it out just to make, just to get more heat on it when it actually happens. This, better, this, this, this wedding better look good. I've been waiting a while for hey, it. Hey, best man's going to be good. Uh, do you have a top three this week? Let's just get into it. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't really think of a top three. What actually, you know what? It's going to be a, a question that we asked uh, our. our our glorious guest Dan the Dad interview oh, that we have coming up next. It's going to be great. Uh, we we discussed a uh, former alumni of the show, the man scout Jake Manning, how he wrestled a tent. Top yeah. three inanimate objects you would like to wrestle. Um, I'm just going to name all three. Go ahead. Uh, all right, number mm-hmm. three. Yeah, number three, Manny flashlight. <laughs> no, I fight. I fight one of those. Every day. <laughs> I, fight uh, I fight one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's a battle. Um, no, uh, number three would probably be. Um. Ah, uh, Actually, I don't know. Maybe like a traffic cone or something. You know, because mm-hmm. I feel like those. I feel like they're like the bane of my existence. I'm with you, especially, especially like on an 81 <laughs> a traffic cone that's out there in a parking spot that shouldn't be out there. Oh yeah. Who are you saving that for? Your no. grandma? She's not coming over. She's in a home. She yeah. can't drive. Yeah. 
number two, mm-hmm. uh, let's do a, let's do a wheelchair. Okay, yeah, why not? So wow, you really don't like okay. I don't like I don't like things that uh, help other others. Things. Okay. Yeah, like things that help the road, things that help people that can't walk. Okay. Uh, okay. And uh, the number one inanimate object I would fight mm-hmm. would probably be um, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't okay. know. Maybe the sword. <laughs> oh wow! I thought you would be in a tag team with the sword. Yeah, I might. I might actually. Yeah, I'll take that back. I'll tag That's your team. head. Yeah, I'll tag team with the sword Manny and we'll and fight sword. head. Manny and sword. <laughs> yeah, Manny okay. and sword versus head and Al Snow. Snow. Okay, <laughs> I like it. Okay, it's cool. Uh, but what are your three? Uh, number three for me is going to be uh, doors that are clearly labeled push or pull, and I don't know which one to do. Mm. Makes me mad every time. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna have to wrestle the door now to get it open. Might as well have a sanctioned match at that point. That's true. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, number two. Yeah, <laughs> Pat. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here. You, because I feel like you're an expert among these. Number two, I gotta go with ghost. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. is that inanimate? I don't know. What is it? It it's kind of animated, but like it's a not. haunted thing, maybe. Yeah, like a haunted object. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I more. I guess it's more reanimated than animate. You know what I mean? It's a ghost. Okay, it comes it's from a ghost. Like, it comes from a dead person. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it comes from a dead person. <laughs> I don't know where ghosts, like, you how, you, how do you say where ghosts from? come from? Yeah. A dead person. Yeah. It comes from the ghost realm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your number one? Uh, my number one, uh, as always, is going to be the Hollywood Hulk Hogan pillow pal oh, that my yeah. brother oh, had. Nice. I will destroy that thing every time I see it. Yeah, those are all, I mean, we've, I'm we've all spir- I'm those. in spiritual warfare with that thing. Yeah. I've been in spiritual warfare since the age of eight. That thing. If I ever <laughs> was see it, it one again, that made noise? Did it make? Did it oh yeah, it made noise. I took that. I took the talk box out of it, dude. It's like I, I would yell at him. Yeah, this is kind of a that um, one got stuck and it would just randomly make noises all the time. So I took it out because I hated it that much. I was like, fuck you. I think I feel like everybody that had one of those took those talk boxes out because they were a, hard. Yeah, they were hard. They were giant, so like you couldn't do like this a lot thing of cool one was like in the face them. for some reason too. Yeah. So I, I remember just like immediately taking those things out because we would like jump on them and shit, and you jump on just like yeah. a metal battery case wow, dude, like a dog with a squeak toy just yeah. tearing out the middle part so it doesn't squeak anymore yeah okay um what do you want to put over and bury pat you got anything new in a wrestle uh no nah. <laughs> really. he's an easygoing guy he doesn't yeah. need to wrestle my emotions okay. maybe i need people i need people to to give i, I can't I, I can't work hard enough for two things yeah okay you know i mean right. i don't have that yeah, much yeah, energy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys I, are I, you guys are braver than i Okay. I, I agree. Thank you. I agree. I like that. Pat, thanks. When I look at you, I'm like, you know, that's a guy with a, a very little amount of energy. That's really kind of you to say that. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why you would say that necessarily, but uh, okay, he's at about four percent right now. I like that. I'm just goofing. Um, what do you want to put over Barry today? Uh, well, I'm going to put over, of course, our guest that you, everyone's going to yeah. see here. Yeah, I think I think we're all. Yeah. I think we're this, do that. this is a you know universal put okay. over. Well, then I'll I'll do an individual put over. Uh, you can you. I'm going to put over former alumni of the show. And all-time strong boy, the man with the words, Ian Strong. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be on his podcast, Strong with Ian Hell Strong. Yeah. This week or next week? week? But you can also catch him on our show Boom. next week as well. And next wow. week's going to be a fun show because next week's going to be the promos. Mm-hmm. So that's we'll see. Be. We'll see how much of a former wrestler Ian is. We'll see if he can. We'll see if he can fire off a promo. Yeah, put time. your money where your we'll mouth see, is. Dude. Ian. We'll, let's see a shoot, brother. Um, yeah, and brother. then the bury for this week is. The Capitol. Oh, Nancy I Pelosi and her dad. Yeah, no. yeah, we're yeah. bringing all those all those idiots <laughs> decided those, to, yeah. you know, take uh, take their uh, 
for, I don't know Liberties I don't know what the hell They were Do you fighting think, I don't even think they Where knew did what the they speaker podium for. go to Do you think that guy still has it I don't know I think I sell it on eBay I I really want like a episode well, Why would of like, you sell it on eBay Because if you own that I feel like that's incriminating There's going to be an episode nah. Of Storage Wars in like 10 years Where they're going to oh, stumble yeah. across that <laughs> yeah. That's going to be funny We're here in DC <laughs> Dave Hester's like Yo is that Pelosi's podium <laughs> Yeah I can't wait for the Eventual right? Storage Wars or Pawn Stars Where someone's trying to pawn it off It's like well let me get an expert in on this uh, it's an expert on dude, looted things. The best a, I can do is five bucks. Like, yeah. There was a Pawn Stars where the, this dude brought in Pokemon cards. He was like, I'm going to call my buddy. He's an expert. And it was just like a 17-year-old. And I thought it was so funny. I was like, just what? a child. Yeah. Comes I was like, he's not your friend, dude. You were like, like, oh, you got holographics, yeah. dude? You texted your nephew and you're like, get down here now. Pokemon cards. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's the worst like expert you can Because he's going to yeah. be like, oh, you get, you need this one. You yeah. need to get but Whatever he says, you get this is that one. A hollow Japanese Zapdos? Of oh, course you need God. that. Yeah, it's the most rare card ever. Dude. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's definitely uh, first to dish Charizard. Let's be real, dude. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So those are our putovers and berries. I mean, I'm not even because mine are basically the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Putting over Dan the dad mm-hmm. uh, once again for joining us. We we really put him over a lot. I really wanted to make him feel comfortable with you know us thanking him a lot. But then I was like, maybe this is really weird that we're just like, thank you so much. Oh my god, you're so you know. Well, um, I mean, when somebody you know like he was he was tight on time. He's yeah. a dad. He's a busy guy. Yeah, he's got kids. You know what I mean? Like he's got a he's got a career that he's worried about. He's got stuff he's on his mind. Taking time out on a Friday night, yeah, for for a couple of dickheads in a in an attic yeah. are gonna be that's that's a very kind kind thing. So yeah, it's a couple really three or two can't well, can't put them over. Wait, did I say couple? That. Yeah, I meant three a few a throuple. <laughs> yeah, a throuple of yeah, a throuple. Okay, yeah, we, are, shit. we are a throuple. We are a throuple. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So so we really do appreciate it like a lot. And thank like, you again. Thank yes, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, we can, we honestly can't thank him enough. Damn man, go blues. Thank your father. Uh, yes, yeah. thank you, Dad. He's he's the official dad of the podcast. Forgot to ask him if he owned a Marty Brodeur jersey. That's fine. Oh fuck, that was fun. I knew there was like I was like I want to remember the St. Louis thing. There's a joke there. Forget what it is. Um and of course burying the the, the idiots. Um, yeah, that, those, fuck those people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Stupidos. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Let's stop just advertising for this interview and let's yeah. get into it. Yeah, let's just. I do mean, it. you want to get into this interview? Yeah. Let's, let's check get it into out. This interview. I hope let's you. I hope it. everyone let's enjoys it. Let's talk to dad. Let's talk to our dad. Our new dad. Hold on, I'm gonna try. Our new dad. Oh yeah, should we? All- uh, welcome to Falls Con Anywhere with Young Blooded Manny. That's Young Blood. That's Manny. And uh, Youngblood, we got a very special guest today. Yes. We've been having a lot of guests lately. A lot of guests. Yeah. A uh, lot of guests. Some of them just show up. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. But uh, this guest was very, uh, is very much uh, pre-planned. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we, we sent out the, uh, the old bat signal and the he dad responded. Signal, dude. The dad signal. Yes. Yeah, out there. <laughs> and, the, and the number one, well, the number 500 That's true. responded. Um, we have Mr. Dan, the dad with us. How's it going, Dan? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Just uh, thank you for doing this again. Uh, it was super cool. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, you got any questions for him, Youngblood, that you want to ask? You want to open the door? Uh, you want me to open it up, dude? Oh, I mean, how ex- so the Dan the dad gimmick. Amazing. I love it. It's yeah. great. I, I am the We're purve- huge fans. Of I'm it. the purveyor of gimmicks. I love gimmicks. Uh, how did it, how did this like come about? Was it just become like becoming a father that you were just like, I got to incorporate this into the world? Or did you have the kids after? <laughs> yeah. Well, is it a work? Like, yeah. Did, they, did you have the kids for the gimmick? Like, <laughs> no, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a getting older type of thing, really. I mean, I'm 20, I'll be 28 in actually a couple of days. So mm-hmm. this is 
I, I used to I used to do a character called like the millennial and now millennials are becoming dads. And so it's felt like nice. a natural transition to kind of, uh, yeah. uh, you know, when you're feeling a little bit older, you start to look at, you know, it's the way you dress and the way you talk and the music you listen to. And you realize maybe I am becoming my dad. So it's more more along those lines than, than anything but it's pretty it's pretty real life I feel I feel old and I I'm looking older so um it, it was a natural transition for sure so you you've done like other gimmicks before you came on to this Dan the Dad gimmick sure yeah I did that I was I was the millennial Danny Adams for for a few years just kind of uh really just more of a just a wrestler who had a bad attitude and then uh, you know, as I got, I got a little bit older and, and kind of further along in my career, I thought, you know, I wanted to do something different. There's a lot of, there's a lot of guys who are just wrestlers and that's fine if, if you're, you're good at that sort of thing. Not, not that I'm terrible or anything, but um, I just wanted to, to stand out a little more and to, to do something that, that nobody else was really doing. And that very um, creative. I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, it was, it was, it was about, you know, not only having more fun myself, but just kind of have, you know, being, being a more fun part of the show for fans. Um, Cause wrestling can, it can get pretty serious at times, but then it's fun when it, it gets uh, uh, a little bit lighter. So it's just right. kind of a, a balance to, to be on, on a show. And it's nice to be able to, uh, you know, especially helping fans who maybe um, aren't really know, they don't really know what they're in for. When it, when it comes to independent wrestling, there's a lot of people that, you know, they just got brought there by their friend or they just were looking for something to do and they're not, they're not really sure what they're going to see. And then when they see something like Dan, the dad, they can kind of, you know, identify with it and, and have fun with it. And then well, that, I have you know, a dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> everyone get, and that can kind of set the table for, you know, to get everyone comfortable. And then when, you know, uh, guys are coming out and like really slapping each other, then they're, they're more uh, uh, in gear for that. So it's, it's just fun to kind of be able to connect with people who maybe, uh, you know, haven't seen wrestling and aren't really, uh, super comfortable with it yet to kind of, you know, introduce them to it and get them comfortable with what they're seeing and, and having a good time. That's yeah. actually a great point. Cause actually a friend of ours, friend of the show and, uh, 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 you know, every once in a while, co-host of the show, every once in a while. uh, you know, uh, occasional co-host, My John, favorite Montag, co-host. Yeah. uh, handsome John, <laughs> we call him. Um, he actually recently became a dad just, uh, in 2020 and, uh, your character, once he was doing research, because we play a game on the show, called pre-pro pwi where we uh i pick i basically kind of uh pick wrestlers at random these guys try to guess the numbers they're at and stuff like that and it's a lot of like we and then we reverse it it's a lot of fun yeah we have a belt it's you know we have we have a good time (laughs) and uh and while he was researching because he was ready to play the game he he said he stumbled across with no irony his new favorite wrestler you single-handedly got john montag interested in wrestling again and you're his new favorite wrestler because he loves this gimmick so much. Well, it's, it was also because he loves the he, merch. He loves yeah. your. He loves everything about it. He, well, he he wanted to know. He was also like uh, curious as to who was number five hundred in the PWI yeah. five hundred. And he thought <laughs> your name, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is the most yeah, relatable like, thing how ever." How is this right guy five hundred? Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was like astonished, and he like looked up facts about like he was. He's like he is a a true diehard fan, and and I just wanted to say like. That's a that's a huge thing. Like this, literally, literally, like your idea to do this, like, was is so relatable to somebody of around the same age, yeah. and somebody that's like a dad also. That kind of like he kind of relates. He you're totally inspiring. Relates. Yeah, you're yeah. you're a very inspiring individual, Dan. <laughs> yeah, and, and that and that's just what makes it uh, you know more fun for me to to be able to get out there and and you know like I love hearing stories like that. I do hear stuff like that once in a while, especially like the merch table. There might be someone who comes along and just says like I. 
I didn't know what this was, and but you know when I saw you, now I want to come back the next time. And that goes. I mean, the same can be said about a lot of other guys who do the uh, characters, like you know Danhausen and Warhorse and Alley Cat, mm-hmm. Effie, and that whole that whole crew. It's just it's fun to we we get that feedback a lot, and it makes things a lot more. It's more fun for us when it's more fun for the fans who are you know checking it out. So yeah, we're casual. Yeah. yeah. Um, how long have you been wrestling? Um, I guess close to seven years now i guess oh, okay. i started training back in 2014 so yeah we're getting up there nice nice the, do you tag with dan Housen and you call your guys uh dad Housen? do you do that uh we haven't yet but i'm sure we will once we're I, once we're, I, uh, I just i thought I, I saw that you two were working yeah i was like that's perfect they need <laughs> to do that that'd be amazing no, I, I, i'm cert- i'm certain that will happen somewhere at some point in this year or in the sometime in the near future i want to see so, a vampire one <laughs> I saw you work the match with a uh, past guest, uh, Man yes. Scout Manning. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. How was that? Was that was that fun? I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was it was a four way match, and it, it, it was a uh, Command Man Dan and Colin Delaney were in there too, who are who are great, and I would love to to wrestle them again. But um, I think I think the one on one with me and Man Scout is something I really like to do soon because he. I just think we had a lot of fun just kind of doing the, you know, we're, we're kind of like two flavors of dad in, yeah, in a way yeah. when he's doing like the scout leader thing. And I'm more of like the, you know, uh, take you fishing type of dad or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it was like fun to just kind of play off of that. And then, uh, you know, uh, obviously wrestle a bit. He's a great wrestler as well. He's a, he's an athletic guy. So yeah. Um, Jack too. Have you been seeing his Instagram? Ripped. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, if I wasn't really like, half as good a shape, uh, as good of uh, shape as he is, I'd be very happy. But yeah, he's great. He's just listening to a lot of Aqualand Trio and getting yoked. That's all. Yeah. I, that's yeah. all he's been doing <laughs> three months, dude. It's it's like I've like I've, I've I follow him on Instagram yeah. and like just seeing like you know his workout progression yeah, through this seriously. quarantine. It's just been crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like when I first met him, like in Charlotte, when I was doing stand up, like even then, seeing him now, I'm like, oh, he was like out of shape then. I, mean, I didn't even think of that then. Yeah. But like just seeing him now, I'm like, oh, he is rich. Like mm-hmm. I didn't. Even, okay. Let's talk about Manscaped. Yeah. More. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how, what are your thoughts about tent? What are your thoughts about wrestling mm-hmm. tent? Oh, I love I, I love the tent. I love any I love anything in wrestling that just. Uh, it's somebody's uh, unique thing. No one else in, on the show is going to do that. Um, wh- whether it's a prop or whether it's even if it's a move or a spot or anything like that. What would be, it, what would be your version of that? Yeah, what's your be, tent? Yeah, what is, it would be like a, a another dad at a baseball game. <laughs> I did. I did. We did a, a show on a, a football field back in <laughs> August for Warrior Wrestling. They were doing some uh, shows that were outdoors on their football field and. Uh, but the last one that I did, uh, I, I was like packing my car, getting ready to leave. And I, and I saw a football sitting in my garage and I'm like, oh, I'm taking that. So we did a, we did, a, I did a thing where it was like a scramble match. There was five other guys uh, mm-hmm. in the match and I started tossing the football to each one uh, and they tossed it back. And then whoever the, the, the guy who was, you know, kind of doing more of the heel shtick grabbed, you know, took the football and punted it away and everyone booed. And that was a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. I guess, I guess the play, I've done the playing, playing catch thing at least once I can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you should just bring them. You should, you should bring two mitts out. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just do, when you go to shake hands, just put the mitt on. Yeah. You guys just play a good game of catch. Before, <laughs> before, before the tie up, just, yeah. Yeah, just toss them. That's another thing that's fun because it's like, I love getting ideas like that because it's like, uh, I will do that now that you've said that. And that's a great idea. So, like, just be on the lot, be on the lookout for, 
anything I'm doing, you'll probably see me do that exact thing. So I encourage anyone to just suggest things like that to me anytime. And I think probably will will do it at some point. Have you ever done the, the spank, like lay someone over your knee and spank them? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we, 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 uh, we take the belt off once in a while and, and give it a little, a little spank. Uh, not, not every match, but when, when it calls for it and someone's being, especially uh, when a heel's being, you know, especially bad, then we'll, we'll pull that out once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was one of our favorite uh, gimmicks in the uh, that John brought up was the uh, title belt in the baby yes. Bjorn. <laughs> oh, the yeah. front, and we're like, that's incredible. Do you, if you were to give somebody a whip, do you give them a whipping with that belt or do you give them a whipping with like a braided belt or something like that? Oh, just, just the regular, uh, you know, hold your pants up belt. I don't know why I said braided belt. I think I was thinking dad. I don't know why I was just wow, thinking. Dude. Braided, that's Pat, the worst belt to get whipped. I Pat had a rough childhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not trying to abuse anybody. It's just, it's just a little, a little thing. A little, yeah, a little you, guys, you guys got beat with a studded belt, right? It was, yeah. uh, everyone got beat with a studded belt growing up, right? Is that, <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess it's it was okay. just me. No, just you. I think okay. so. You and like Nick Gage. That was it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Have you worked with Nick Gage? Uh, the only thing I've ever really done with him was one match where um, he was wrestling uh, KLD, who's he, he was a former, he's my former tag team partner. So me and him have like a relationship. So that KLD and, and Nick Gage were doing this Falls Count Anywhere deal, and they're going outside, and uh, we did a thing where I tried to like, you know, help my 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 friend, and then uh, Nick took like he grabbed some sort of like crowbar or something and like held it up against my neck. It was very terrifying because I didn't yeah. really know. What going on but it was especially it him was, doing that obviously i was fine uh, not, no disrespect to, to nick gage but we did do one little thing where he very much intimidated me to stay out of his business so i i, I probably will continue to do that but I, <laughs> I mean, maybe nick gage versus stand the dad will happen at some point but we'll, we'll oh see. my god that's a dream match if i ever heard one <laughs> <laughs> he almost killed david arquette that's Crazy. true uh, have you watched that documentary yes yeah. very good i just watched it it's, it's intense yeah it's pretty interesting i like it have but, you seen it dan I, I have seen it. I, I was at a couple a couple of the show the shows that they you know have footage from. I was I was at and met oh, nice. met David a few a few times while he was doing that whole thing. He was a really nice guy. He was really great. He would he was really nice to fans. Like you know you you'd think that maybe he would be annoyed if he would you would like sign like scream masks and stuff all the time and be have like no problem with it and fans would stop him and ask for pictures and stuff and he just was like. He was like a total, total stand-up guy, yeah. loved interacting with everyone, was real respectful and, and, and having fun with the wrestlers. So, yeah, he was, he was awesome. Yeah, he's, I mean, the vibe I, I got from him from watching that was like he really did care about the business. You know yeah, what I mean? 100%. Like he, he wanted to be like a part of it, like so much so that he was like, well, you know what? I'm sorry I did this thing in the past. Like it wasn't really my fault. Yeah. Um, I was just, you know, just, I guess a casualty of it. So like he's like, I want to try and like redeem myself and doing all this like crazy, crazy shit. Casualty of Rooster, man. That's what happens. Yeah. What yeah. Happens. Uh, but he's doing great. He's in great shape now, too. What is the thing that most like you were thinking was going to what annoyed you the most at the beginning that uh, you ended up like still annoys you now, even though you miss, you know, wrestling and stuff like that? Like if you can remember, I don't know how often you've been able to work or anything like that, but like the most annoying thing that's like bothered you about working wrestling like the whole time during the interacting or... no no just working like just in general like like my you say my least favorite thing yeah. about wrestling <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 like wor working like because that's the thing is like you you have a dream of it like like i love i i we all do stand-up comedy and and stuff like that as well as podcasting i know surprise we're an enigma <laughs> but uh we uh we also like every time that uh like 
I, I hate hosting. Every time I host a job, it's the only time that doing stand-up comedy ever feels like a job. So you want to know what the most mm-hmm. like, annoying the thing most annoying thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the most thing, the thing that most feels like a job, even though you're you're working your dream essentially, but you you like you're still like, man, this is like poof. Yeah, and no, I, I get what you're saying. I think I, I don't know if there's anything performative that annoys me. I think I'll I'll do anything or or or, or have fun with anything. I think the only thing that can get a little bit tiresome might just be um, it's, it's almost like when, when other people aren't having fun and they're, they're not necessarily there to either one, have a good time or two, like try to, uh, you know, advance their career. And like, you can see that they have some ambition. They want to get to that next level. There are some types that come around and you can tell that they just don't really enjoy wrestling and they don't really have any ambition to do anything more with it. And then that just kind of brings everyone else's, uh, brings the vibe down a little bit. Cause I just really, I really love wrestling. I I've done it, you know, at times where there wasn't much money I've done it in times where it, it was starting to feel like more of a job and it's, it's never really, I never really lost any love for it or anything. I've, I've ran shows as well and, and have fun with that. And it just kind of, anytime someone just doesn't have like a great attitude or isn't there just to like have fun with everyone. And uh, you know, that that's the only thing that really brings me down. But any anything that's actually in the ring, if, I, if I'm in the ring with somebody who's having a good time and who just wants to, you know, especially having fun with the character and stuff. I guess there are some people who, you know, when it, when you, when you do a character, they might come to you and say like, hey, I don't really want, I don't really want to do all that silly stuff. Let's not do anything. And which is is fine. It doesn't have to, you know, Dan the Dad doesn't have to be like a, a hundred percent, you know, silly thing um, in the ring. But then there are some types that just don't you know, they're, they're more looking out for themselves rather than just wanting to, you know, have fun with it and have fun with the fans and, and put on a good show. So yeah, yeah it's the only thing is that there are, there are some types that get get in their heads a little bit too much and, and, and bring the rest of us down just a little it's bit. Very, it's very similar to stand up in that kind of, in that yeah. way, like when you're, you're kind of around people and you're like, Oh, if they're not, if they don't take it as seriously, or if they're not matching your same enthusiasm, I can understand that being really mm-hmm. frustrating. So, Especially doing a show. With Especially yeah, working in front of people. It's the same thing. You're putting yourself out there. Not exact same thing. Obviously we're not, we're not diving on them or anything. I mean, I, I, wish I, I don't could. know if you've seen my recent crowds. sets, but yeah. Hey, <laughs> how do you feel about like, um, like people like, like, you know, the Jim Cornettes of the world that are, that, you know, kind of see like a gimmick like yours, and just take it as like, oh, well, this is like an insult. to. I the- sent in an email to Cornette before this, and I hope that he was going to answer it before the show because I just kind of wanted to sit, read the response. Yeah. About it. <laughs> but he didn't answer. <laughs> but how do you feel about like, you know, people that say stuff like that? Because I love I think it's a great part of wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, I love I've always loved, you know, heavy, like silly gimmicks, even, you know, what I mean? like all gimmicks. he was a silly gimmick. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, how, that's, how serious <laughs> is the ultimate warrior? You know what I mean? Like that's the, one of the biggest characters. Like and like that's the thing is like it's not. It's all you have fun with it. It's mm-hmm. it's like the mo- where, what can be the most genuine you. Yeah. And if you're not on steroids, then you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how do, how do you feel about uh, about that? Yeah, Jim Cornette. Like you said, Jim Cornette's funny because he did a lot of silly stuff yeah. in, in his career to, to kind of like you know act the way that he does towards it is a little strange, but we, we don't have to get into that too much. But um, I, I guess what it, when it, when my opinion on that is when, what I like about the character is that if I come out and do something, if I have a match that's funny or a match that's maybe a little bit less serious, it just makes the, the match after mine that is a little bit more serious mean that much more. And, and, and wrestling should always be a variety show. It should never be, and again, just in my opinion, you know, 
eight, nine matches on a card and everyone's just having the same match or they're all wrestling the same way the, the vibe of each match is exactly the same. And that, cause that's when things start to get repetitive and that's when you start losing people. And then I think, um, you know, when it comes to a, a well-balanced, good wrestling show that keeps you engaged the whole time, uh, uh, comedy and gimmicks are, are a part of that in terms of just like offering that variety that yeah. keeps things fresh and keeps things going. So I can understand it, it not being someone's favorite part of the show, but to, to make claims that like it has no place or that it ruins things is silly because at the end of the day, uh, wrestling's a business. And if uh, something, if Dan the Dad can bring in these 50 people um, and someone like, you know, Tom Lawler can bring in these 50 people, that's a hundred people who are at the show or more. What, but if you got two people that kind of, even the same thing, if you just had a show that had me and Dan Housen and Warhorse, uh, that's not going to really work because you probably need some people that want to see more serious wrestling in the door as well. So, and, and a lot of these, a lot of us that do the characters, it's not that we, we can't wrestle or when, and when it's time to actually, uh, you know, be a little bit more serious, we can all do that. It's not like yeah. we, we have, we don't have the skill set, and we're just doing, you'll hear sometimes people act like we're, you know, we're, we're doing this to like cover up some sort of, uh, you know, something that we don't do well um yeah, yeah, that yeah. might be the case a little bit i mean granted i can't do like a ton of backflips or and i'm not like six foot eight or anything so i do what i'm good at uh, which is what everyone should do but i, I feel I, like I, it also I, it like makes like when you do like kind of break out of the you know the gimmick sort of and you do like the serious wrestling like it makes that better you yeah, know what i mean it's like oh yeah. man this guy he can he can actually go and he's like really entertaining to watch like this is awesome like orange cassidy's one of those yep, guys yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah, think you know, I, OC is the he's the prime example of that because he can, you know, go through and do his his greatest hits of all the, you know, the funny, the funny, you know, hands in the pocket stuff or the, you know, I don't take this seriously. But then when, when, when it's time to go in that part of the match, he's uh, he can do anything that anyone else can. He can do it better than almost anyone else can. So it's not that he isn't a great wrestler. He's just a great character on top of being a great wrestler. And that's what makes him absolutely the best at it. Um, uh, I've learned a lot from him over the past, you know, year or so that I've been doing this. Um, but I, th I think one of the things that always stuck with me um, is I, I grew up in a wrestling fan family. Everyone liked wrestling growing up. I'm from St. Louis. So St. Louis kind of has this big culture of like uh, the St. Louis wrestling club wrestling at the chase was a, was a big thing with Ric Flair and Harley race and the Von Erics. And so it's like, a, it's a big cultural thing here. And so everyone kind of grew up at least, you know, watching wrestling and their parents watched wrestling. My dad to this day, you know, he'll bring up a wrestler like IRS and he'll be, and he'll say like, IRS was great. And someone will be like, why do you think he's great? And I'm like, cause he was an evil tax man. And you knew exactly like, and you, and he would come out and tell the people to pay their taxes and they would all boo and it would be great. And you just wanted to see him get pinned. Yeah. And like, when he remembers somebody like that so vividly. And so like that, that's just what he chooses to bring up as to why he, he enjoys wrestling and there's a lot more people out there like that who just you know they can see a, a character and identify with it and it makes sense and there's there's that may not have like a million layers to it but not everything needs to be this real complicated uh story all the time sometimes you just want to have a good time and some of that early you know early 90s uh wwf kind of stuff where it was a lot of characters like and because people remembered they, like the Bushwhackers are like one of the most over teams of all time. They were a great tag, tag team before they were the Bushwhackers. They were like hardcore dudes who are, you know, were having like real uh, bloodbath matches around like Memphis and stuff. But then 
people remember the Bushwhackers a lot more yeah. just because they were silly and funny and entertaining. They never even needed the tag belts or anything because they were just that they're already over and entertaining. So it's yeah. just characters are just a great way to, uh, to give you something more that you're not just a wrestler guy. You, you, uh, you can just offer something to everyone in, in the crowd as opposed to just, you know, being being one dimensional like that. Nothing wrong with being just a wrestler if you're really, really good at it. But if you're missing something and, and, I, and I got told a lot over my career, like you're you're a good wrestler. Everything's there. You're just missing something. And then I started to look for that. And I, you know, I think I found it. But a lot of other types that, that might just be just missing that little extra something. And once you find it, it, it makes everything just way more fun. Yeah, I get it. And and I mean, like you were saying, it, I feel like it leaves a bigger impression on people. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. with the gimmicks and stuff. Like, I mean, that's why people remember the Bushwhackers. Like people don't know the Bushwhackers so, from, you know, their, their actual tag team. Wrestling. They know them as the Bushwhackers. I, yeah. I know it's so great because I, I'm so glad you brought up the Bushwhackers because I'm, I'm originally from Florida and a lot of uh, retired pro wrestlers live there. Yes. I actually I, I do a bit about this and all that stuff. But I actually literally did have the same orthopedic doctor as the Bushwhackers. <laughs> and when I saw the picture on the wall, I got so excited. And my doctor couldn't have been more of like a dick about it. You know what I mean? Like, to, you know, pardon my French, Dad. But I... I, I yeah, you watch your things. language. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, but, I, but it was one of those things of like, I, I like, that is the thing that like I loved about him was the fact that there are... I, I literally say a line from the joke is stomping around like, like idiots but like i love that because there was they were so into it you know what i mean like the dedication and the and the commitment to the performance is what is key it's not about the biggest strongest whatever guy or flying or high flying or anything those were some of the biggest they had the biggest impact on somebody even like me now uh from tampa uh, originally nice. huge uh pat maroon fan yep. you a blues fan oh yeah in St. Louis, so so we share a Pat Maroon uh, championship. Uh, uh, pound it right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he, he was he was the, he was the secret weapon. Who would have who would have thought that? Not us, and probably not you guys either. But I mean, Hootie and the Blowfish. Apparently, oh, yeah, I had no man. idea he could drink so much. And he also we actually didn't take even a whole year. We turned him into Florida man. So <laughs> no, you're welcome. That was we'll send him back. And actually, I think we just locked him up. But, yeah, two years. Um, is that your favorite uh, non wrestling sport? Hockey? Uh, you know, I'm a big Blues fan, a big Cardinals fan too. Um, and then also I'm a big XFL fan. When the when the Rams left the NFL, uh, I have I fell away from football. And then when the XFL started up and, and put a team in St. Louis, I was really into that. So yeah, and it was, was good a, too. I was a real real happy dude when when the Rock came in to to save the day right. and Danny Garcia and that whole group. So very excited for that. Battle Hawks. Yeah. Battle Hawks. That's what I thought. <laughs> Dude, the XFL. Oh my God. When's that supposed to come back? It's not. Uh, I don't think. Well, no. The Rock. The Rock. Did he? Like, oh, yeah, the... he, he like bought it. Bought it out. Yeah. yeah. They're they're relaunching it, and I guess I guess it'll be like early 2022. So another year, and we'll we'll have football back in the city. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big big fan of all any any sport. I mean, even those that we got an MLS team coming. I don't really like soccer, but I'll support uh, any St. Louis sports team. So I'll be at a few of those games. Not really sure what's going on, but we'll uh, we'll <laughs> we'll be, maybe we'll gift you maybe we'll gift you some season tickets for Father's Day. Who, who yeah, knows? You never know. Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> Better than a tie, huh? <laughs> Did you want to plug anything like a your merch store, a website, or any matches or anything that may be in the future? Sure. I mean, uh, not not too much going on just yet. Hopefully, hopefully soon. But just follow, follow me on socials, uh, Twitter and Instagram at thanks Dan the Dad, or you can check out 
uh, danthedad.bigcartel.com. And that's where I got all my merch, um, not only just t-shirts, but I've got some some of the hats and mugs and all that kind of stuff too. So you can check mugs, that out. Mugs are yeah. Yeah. You have to get a damn. Those are, those, those are probably, those are my best seller is the, yeah. uh, the coffee mugs. So you can pick one up there. Um, Dan, I have one more question and then we'll let you go. Uh, so you have your, your, you've, you've got, you've done a lot in your short time in wrestling. Um, you've made it to the PWI 500 as number 500. Have you, is this the first time you've been in the PWI 500? Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time. Nice. It's a huge. I mean, that's. I. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's better being 500 than it is to be. Honestly, you know what I mean? like that's such a cool. When did you find out about all that? This. Uh, this is uh, a question. But <laughs> I, I. I found out when you know people started posting screenshots of of the magazine who who got it. I. I. They didn't contact me or anything to to say that I was going to be in it. So I just started seeing it on, on Twitter and stuff. But it, it was cool because yeah, of course you want to be. You'd rather be 500 than you know four oh two or yeah. something and so I, I i felt it was an honor i felt it was it, it was uh you know just some something nice that they did for me to kind of you know call attention to what i was doing obviously somebody somebody on that committee uh, was probably a fan so oh, i appreciate that and it, and it uh it was definitely a fun fun little you know few, few weeks with uh going through that and it's it's nice to be able to like sign sign some of those books once in a while at the merch stand and stuff and people people bring them so yeah it was it was a lot of fun um maybe we'll, we'll see if we i'm not sure if i'll be in it next year since i didn't do much this past year so i guess we'll see how hey, that, that, you that number one spot you're number one in our hearts dan sure that, that, and that's then that's all that matters <laughs> um where do you see yourself like you know a couple years down the line like is there a goal of going like to WWE, AW, like any of these other, or you're just good where you're at right now? Yeah, I'm definitely trying to get to the next level. It's just, it, it's hard to, you know, make one thing like your, your main goal. Cause it's just, you got to take life as it comes, you know, right. if something, something came up overseas or something came up around here, something on television, I'm open to anything. Um, just cause I love wrestling and I, I'm always looking to just kind of, I, I don't want to get stagnant. I don't want to, you know, just kind of be comfortable where I am because that's that's no fun so I'm always just looking for that next next challenge and and get to that next level and and surround myself with people who are also trying to get to that next level we can all you know push each other and build each other up so that's that's what I'm about I love that I love that's that. good I think that's awesome and it's what we do in stand-up it's nice wow it's, it's it, it happens everywhere else in the world too who would have thought <laughs> um Dan thank you so much yes thank for you being here I can't I, I'm very excited to see where you go from here uh, I see great things, you know, as rumor has it, be on this podcast and it boosts your career yeah. like tenfold. So. Just saying. So congratulations. That's what I heard. That's why I'm here. That's yeah. why I didn't just uh, leave you on red. So yeah. Well, yeah. Also, thank, thank you. you for yeah, responding very to much, us. man. Thank you very much for, for uh, being a part of the, the show today and giving us uh, your time. We really do appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Man. Thank you. You turn the camera off and I'll be naked when you come back. <laughs>